Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Patuloy na umaaray sa pagtaas ng presyo ng gasolina ang Public Utility Vehicles o PUVs kung saan kabilang ang mga jeepney driver na ngayon nang hihingi ng dagdag singil sa pamasahe. Simula Enero hanggang Oktubre ngayong taon, tumaas ang presyo ng gasolina ng higit 21 pesos per liter, habang ang diesel naman ay tumaas ng higit 18 pesos per liter at halos 16 pesos per liter naman ang itinaas ng presyo ng kerosene. The economy isn't even fully open yet. What is behind this runaway prices? And why is a price freeze, as suggested by some presidential candidates, not the answer? We'll find out in this episode of Teka Teka. I'm Izili Puma Podcast. The reason why oil prices are going up because supply has been cut down as much as 40% globally. But OPEC will revive those supply once again once they see mm-hmm. that prices are going up. That was Senate Energy Committee Chairman Sherwin Gachalian explaining why oil prices are flying in an interview on CNN Philippines. But to be able to understand this better, we need to talk about the international oil market. The global oil market is largely controlled by the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries or OPEC. Marami sa mga malalaking oil-producing countries mula Middle East, Africa at South America ay miyembro nito. They expanded the group to include non-member countries like Russia and Malaysia and that became known as OPEC+. By their estimate, the group controls about 80% of the world's oil reserves. They decide how much to pump at any given point in time. At dahil lubos na nakadepende ang Pilipinas sa oil imports, lubha tayong apektado. Here's Senator Gachalian again during an interview on One News. We all know that we import 99% of our oil. And that's not going to change in the next few years. No? So in other words, our country is very susceptible to changes in global supply and demand as well as global prices. Because it's becoming such a heated topic, sumakay na sa bandwagon ang ilan sa mga presidential candidates na sina Manila Mayor Isko Moreno, former Senator Bongbong Marcos, Senator Panfilo Lacson at Vice President Lenny Robredo na pare-parehong nananawagang tanggalin ang excise tax sa mga produktong petrolyo. Ang isyong ito, tila napunta na sa kung sino ang unang nakaisip ng ideyang ito. Sa radio show na Biserbisyong Lenny, sinabi ni Vice President Lenny Robredo na three years ago pa ang kanyang proposal. At that time, tayo lang yata yung isa sa mga very few nag-comment about it. 2018 pa ka, eh. 2018 pa, nananawagan na tayo ng suspension ng excise tax on fuel. Nakakalungkot lang na kung kailan mag-eleksyon, saka lang may mag-join sa chorus natin. Pero hindi pa din uli. 
they're arguing about the wrong thing. The better question is, why isn't suspending fuel excise taxes the answer? Ang sagot? The Finance Department says we will lose 131.4 billion pesos in revenues next year if we do that. That's money that is meant for COVID-19 recovery efforts. That's money that could be used to pay teachers and healthcare workers a living wage. That's money that we could use in times of disaster. Sabi ni Transport Secretary Artugade, hindi rin sagot ang fair hike lalo na't marami pa rin ang walang trabaho. Humanap po tayo ng ibang pamaraan sa pakikipagtulungan sa mga jeepney driver, sa mga operator. Humanap po tayo. Huwag po tayong tumutok lang sa tinatawag na increasing of fare. Kung ako ho ang masusunod, as of today, ayaw ko ho ng dagdag pamasahe pagkat ang tatamaan ho dyan ay yung nakakarami. And then, there's a proposal in Congress to renationalize big oil companies like Petron. meaning the government will take back control of these companies and run it themselves. Petron's CEO and president told lawmakers at a house hearing he's happy to give it back. Yung sinasuggest na bilhin ng gobyerno yung Petron, privatization, anytime po, pwede ko pa ipautang sa Philippine government, bilhin niyo ito ng over five years to pay. I swear, kung gusto ng gobyerno bilhin, Handa niyo na, sabihin niyo na. At uh, bebenta ko kagad sa inyo. Pagawa niyo na ng valuation immediately. Walang arte-arte. Last year, we lost 18 billion pesos. You can check that in Petron. So, hindi kami yung nagkukunyari dito ngayon. Ngayon, kung sa tingin niyo, jackpot yung negosyo yan, let the government buy it. At the market valuation lang, hindi ko kailangan tubuan ng gobyerno. Ang also hinted at rampant oil smuggling. an issue he has been flagging for several years. And the new players' gas station, on an average, they sell their gasoline and diesel 10 pesos cheaper than Petron, Shell, and Caltex. Kung naghahanap tayo ng solution, paano natin matulungan yung mga jeepney driver, taxi driver, or bus, eh, yun na sagot, doon na sila bumili. I think mababa yung overhead siguro nila. Kaya nakakabenta sila ng on an average 10 pesos per litro ng gasolina o diesel. In case you missed it, Ang was being sarcastic when he said mababa yung overhead ng new players. His point being, legitimate oil companies like Petron are already being hit with a lot of taxes and fees for every drop of oil they bring in. So it's not as simple as asking them to cut pump prices. Ang also agrees that suspending fuel excise taxes is not the answer. Kasi kung pasususpend natin yung excise tax at VAT sa Philippine government, I think alam naman natin ang ating budget deficits. Wow, hindi na natin kaya. Additional 5-6 trillion of debts in the last 5 years. I think government cannot afford to suspend taxes. The other big question is, If the Philippines has always imported 99% of its oil, why were we so caught off guard by the rise in global oil prices? Why do we still not have a national oil stockpile? Well, according to Senator Gachalian, someone's been sleeping on the job. The job now of the DOE is to forecast and come up with solutions ahead of time. To be frank about it, the solutions that were sent to us should have been put in motion 
five, six, seven years ago because we all know that we're susceptible to price shocks. And in fact, this is not the first time. But as we know, Energy Secretary Alfonso Cusi has had his hands full with politics this year. He had to fend off a coup led by President contender Manny Pacquiao within the ruling party PDP-Laban, work out strategies for next year's election, and preside over national conventions. The oil crisis will just have to wait. Again, I'm Izzy This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.